0: Welcome back to another site podcast episode brought to you by our friends at Inspection Manager who are always looking for ways to make the lives of property managers easier. And one of their features that I personally love is the e-card. Instead of leaving a business card on the kitchen bench as a way of letting your tenants know you've been to their property, which they find when they get home that night, you can actually send them a message from the Inspection Manager app to let them know when you've finished your inspection. That way, They aren't left wondering throughout the day if you turned up and when you did and they can actually get on with their day. Now if you haven't checked out all the ways Inspection Manager can make your life easier, it's definitely worth taking the time to do so. Now you might have noticed that I've had a bit of a theme occurring with the podcast over the past few weeks. I've been talking about emails. Initially, how to handle two inboxes, which anyone who is using PropertyMe will be familiar with. Uh, Last week, it was all about how to get your numbers in your inbox down fast and back under control. And now in this episode, I'm going to share some ideas around how to reduce the actual numbers of emails you're receiving in the first place. And this little mini series all came about because of an email John, an agency owner from the Sunshine Coast, sent to me. And he was looking for some tips to help his team deal with the large volume of emails they are receiving. So let's get started. Now, in my travels, I often hear property managers talking about the number of emails they have in their inbox each day. And holy smokes, the numbers are incredibly large. Sometimes the number of emails someone receives is almost worn as a a badge of honour. I've received 110 emails today. Well, I've got 97 sitting in my inbox now. And This kind of talk actually, well, gives me a stress rash, which sounds very dramatic and kind of a bit icky, but there is no way our clients are having a great experience if you are carrying these kinds of numbers in your inbox. Likewise, your own headspace is not going to be very good. And I know this might not feel good to hear, but for most people, if you're receiving a large number of emails every day as a property manager, then in my experience, you're simply not being effective enough with your communication. It's not that your clients are necessarily super demanding and they're all keyboard warriors. Now, of course, some are, but the majority aren't or they aren't to start off with. But when someone becomes frustrated, it's like all bets are off. I think that's that saying. Um, For me, if a property manager's inbox is out of control, this clearly demonstrates that issues are not being resolved. Answers to questions are not being provided satisfactorily or in the appropriate time frame. And above all, trust is being diminished, which then makes people more demanding and that whole vicious cycle continues. Anyone that I work with will hear me talk about how important it is to resolve issues quickly. We live in a world where speed is everything. People want instant results and they don't care that you have 50 other people wanting something from you as well. And for some, it doesn't even occur to them that they are not the only person you are trying to help. Others, they're okay until they're not, if you know what I mean. Now, I could simply say that the answer to all your inbox problems would be to simply pick up the phone and talk with people. And whilst I'm a big proponent of the phone first approach, I also know that this simply isn't feasible for most property managers. We have a lot going on at any given time. And we've also been taught from very early on in our career, that if something is not in writing, it doesn't exist. So the goal here is not to actually eliminate emails, because they do have a place in our world. The goal is to reduce the amount that you're receiving. So how do we do this? Well, there are a number of ways, but today I'm going to share my top three tips. And the first one is to be more proactive with our communication. A lot of what we do in property management is pretty much the same. It's the individual, you know, situations and personalities that make it feel different. So if we know what is going to happen in advance, then we can ask or what can we do ahead of time to smooth the way for ourselves and, and our clients? And then we can start to anticipate at what point someone is going to need to hear from us. Now, you can determine if a phone call or an email is going to be the best way to communicate with them to get the result required in the quickest amount of time. And this is actually much easier to do in property management than you think. About Once you really start to look at your client's journey, then there's going to be some very obvious, some very clear hotspots that you can identify that you can actually address ahead of time so they don't become an issue. And so by making a couple of tweaks to your process, you're actually going to be able to potentially remove some of that back and forth communication. So that's the first step. The second is to implement the three email rule. Now, I know there are lots of suggestions out there for writing effective emails, including shortening your emails to only a few lines. And whilst I absolutely agree that our emails should be more concise, and this is coming from someone who likes a good sentence or 10 to explain something, what can I say? I've, I've got a lot of words in me. But I also know that I can muddy the waters with too much information. So whilst I'm very conscious of being as succinct as possible, I also ensure I'm using the appropriate tone in my emails. And I actually think that making sure the tone is correct is probably going to be, well, for us anyway, more important than counting the number of words that we're using. But the reason I find the three email rule works so well for property managers is it actually just gives you a very simple structure to follow. And because it's not complicated, you're more likely to do it. So here's how it works. Someone sends you an email asking for help or clarification around something. That's email one. You then respond with your thoughts or your comments or if you have any questions, that's email two. And then you receive another email back with additional questions or maybe they're asking for some more clarification. That's email three. And then at that point, you pick up the phone and call the person to discuss the matter. That, that last step, step four, it's absolutely critical and it cannot be skipped and you cannot substitute anything else for it. So one, two, three, pick up the phone. Now, the third tip I have for reducing emails, actually after that, might not seem like it's, it's directly related to reducing the emails that you're receiving, but actually ties in really well to the three email rule very nicely okay if someone suddenly sends you an email about a different matter using an old email trail then I want you to start a new one back to them and you know how you'll send someone something about a say an upcoming inspection and then three months later you randomly get an email where they're replying to that email trail but they're actually asking you about their lease renewal that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about here So what I want you to do is copy and paste their question and put it at the bottom of your response. So start a new email um, with that sort of copy and pasted question there uh, at the bottom so that we've got that trail there for reference. And I want you to change the subject line so that it's actually referencing what the new email is about. Um, And also remember that the question you've just copied and pasted, that actually counts as email one in our three email rule. Okay, So if you follow these three simple, very simple suggestions, not only will your incoming emails reduce significantly, you're actually going to be able to resolve issues much more quickly and you won't find yourself wading through email trails for hours on end trying to figure out whether you actually responded appropriately or even if at all. Also, If you're a team leader or head of department, implementing these three tips will help you identify coaching opportunities more quickly, and you're gonna be able to support your team more. So John, I know it's taken me a few episodes to answer your original question, but I hope you found my answers helpful. And guys, if you'd like a question answered on the podcast, You go to pmxsite.com and click on the free stuff tab. The bottom of the page, there is a section where you can submit your question or you're most welcome to reach out to us on any of our social platforms. And while you're on the website, if you haven't already done so, be sure to enroll in our mini course about getting more Google reviews. And then there's also a little bit or some tips in there on how to handle any negative ones that you may receive as well. I'll talk to you guys next week.